It's time for the Sports Zone with Rudy and Bob. I am Rudy. Hey, Bob. Uh, I am Bob. Hi, Bob. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Outstanding. Hi, yeah, I always say, what is it? How you doing? Yeah, it's like I, I'm always nervous that you're, like, worried about me. Well, it seems like half the time I can get a hold of you and half the time COVID attacks you. Or COVID vaccine attacks you. Yeah, the COVID or... vaccine does not like me. You know, and, so, and, and, and if I read one more post about somebody saying, hey, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to. No, exactly what it's supposed to is make sure I don't get it. Not, you know, but anyway. <laughs> hey, know, we got a good show today. We got a good show. Like, I... I know we're going to have at least one person that will know right. what the heck they're talking about. Right. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's just say we got we know we got a good segment. Yeah. For sure. Yes. And then we'll see what happens the rest of it. Although I heard this, we got people skulking around that are on, like lately that we can bring in for this. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. I, I, I got an idea. A so. man on the street? Yeah. A man on the street. Ooh. That's <laughs> yes. good stuff. All right, well, let's take a quick break and get ourselves ready to go because when we come back, Chris Cuellar from the Iowa High School Athletic Association will tell us all about what it's like to be the media dude for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, uh, Chris, at- Chris is a great guy. So uh- Back after this. <laughs> Fenske, usually on this show, the people that are on the show – and by that, I mean you and I yes, have yes. no clue what we're talking about. Exactly. Look at our NCAA basketball Exactly. Pool. Exactly. But today is not one of those days. We must have a guest. We have a guest. And I got to say, I am I can't begin to tell you how excited I am because our guest is a pretty cool guy. Okay. Um, he is the, uh, the, the media guy and communications guy for the Iowa High School Athletic Association. And I think you know him. It's Chris. Chris Chris Cuellar. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, I'm glad to be joined by uh, such an esteemed crew here uh, holding it down. Okay. Okay. Whoa, whoa, careful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) We're, no, yeah. That's way too much credit. No, no. I'll send the check tomorrow, Chris. I promise. <laughs> so <laughs> now, Bob, you you know Chris from before, yes, right? Yes. Okay. All right. From back in in your old days of being uh, yeah. young, when you uh, used to not be old. Print, he was a print media guy. At the, oh, kind of like you when you were at young. The Moines Register. I'm still print media. Now, I know that, but you're, well, that's true. You're, just, you're old. <laughs> old. Yes. Yeah. Chris, was he old back then too? I, I can't say. I just I just know New Hampton had some great wrestling teams. Right? <laughs> there you go. That's, that's that's a very diplomatic answer. That's well done. <laughs> well, Chris, the reason I, we reached out this week is uh, I saw a post on social media that you had put out that really intrigued me, um, and it was kind of about um, that you get a lot of people that seem to know and feel certain things about what the association is doing, but. It seems like you don't get a lot of people reaching out to you for like explanations about this. How how accurate is is that statement? That's a pretty fair description, Jason. I mean, as part of my job of media relations, I am sending out you know information, news releases. I'm our only website administrator. I'm our only social media administrator. So I am someone who you know whatever information comes out of our office, and I hope that it's more transparent than it was five, ten, fifteen years ago. But whatever information comes out usually comes across my desk. Um, but that also means that you know, for, for better or worse, I'm dealing with any media or you know public relations inquiries that we're getting. Um, and it just seems like a lot of times what we do um, is under uh, a magnifying glass. Uh, 
but without any of the inquiry or curiosity that one might think comes with those things. So, um, you know, last week when, when you and I uh, chatted briefly, um, it was uh, in the aftermath of the uh, Iowa Track and Field Coaches Association, who, you know, we work with and, and have a lot of respect for, but they issued uh, a letter um, about their concerns with track and field, I, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, and um, a, a quote-unquote proposed schedule um, oh. that uh, anyone who saw the schedule that came out today from our office officially mm-hmm. um, w- was not uh, the proposed schedule. <laughs> I, I, I think that was floating around. Sure. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, where there are endless uh, comments and commentators and, and not many actual requests for for information of what's occurring. Um, and uh, it's just something that, you know, I have to address head on day sure. to day in my job as communications director. And, you know, I want to do a better job of it, but um, it's a weird challenge, as, as I know you guys are aware. Oh, it's got to be frustrating, though, because you, I'm sure you see everything we see or hear, you know, about, well, they're going to do this or they're going to do that or, oh, they didn't think about any of this. But how it's got to be frustrating knowing what you know before other people know and not being able to say, well, why don't you just wait, just pump the brakes, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a fair way to describe it. Um, and I, I know that uh, prognostication is, is part of the fun. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't <laughs> discourage anybody from, you know, doing rankings or being interested because those, that's the lifeblood of sports, right? right? I mean, uh, being able to talk about those things. But um, I think that there's just a long history of the Athletic Association being like a favorite punching bag um, <laughs> for policy decisions or things that happen or things that go wrong sure. or why certain decisions are made um, and uh, you know, we need to do a better job of explaining how we got there. And, and maybe that might build some trust in uh, the public and the, and the groups we're working with. So let me ask you something, Chris. I mean, this has obviously been the most challenging year for the association. Uh, yes. Granted, last... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't imagine why. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you go back 12 months ago, um, we, we did not have a spring sports uh, season. Uh, baseball and softball were uh, both, um, and, and I know you guys just do baseball, but, but were shortened, abbreviated. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, you, you came up with, I thought, a, a novel idea to uh, have everybody in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one. Yes. <laughs> and, but, but as we go through, I mean, we're still facing attendance restrictions. We're still, I, I mean, there's still challenges out there. Um, how tough has this been for you as, you know, the guy who goes to the state tournaments and the crowds are not what they were, you know, two years ago? Do you miss that? Yeah, yeah. That's a huge question, Bob. And, yeah, I mean, I I identify with every part of it. Um, I do miss some of the excitement. I think the way I described wrestling, you were there for a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, was that it felt like we were in the 220 pound or 285 pound consolation match at all times. Exactly. Where the crowd was like filtering out and it was like ambient noise the entire time. But not, you know, the fans who were there tried to bring energy from match to match, but it just didn't feel the same way. Um, and yeah, we, you know, I, I know that uh, at the local level and even the conference level, a lot of people see the events that are taking place 
thank goodness we're back. You know, look right. at the surrounding states. Some of them aren't even still back in, in action. Uh, Illinois is playing a six-week spring football season. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't even play basketball. Yeah. So I, I do feel like, you know, that's not to pat ourselves on the back because, you know, nobody needs to feel grateful to the Athletic Association for just doing, trying to do the right thing and, and put it back on track. But, you know, thank goodness we've had these sports. And then they go to their local events and they're packed to the gills or, you know, certain people are obeying certain precautions and certain people aren't. And then they come to the state tournament and they're told, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. And that's incredibly frustrating. And, you know, even the track thing, which we can address here in a little bit, um, you know, we've, we've got restrictions even though we're a year on from right. this. And, and, and that's really frustrating for people. But um, it's not what we want either. 90% of our revenue comes from ticket sales. I sure. promise the Athletic Association is not trying <laughs> to, <laughs> to keep you out of an event right. um, uh, in the postseason. Um, but just what we do is at a different scale um, sure. than a lot of other events. And we just have to factor those things in. Uh, so, sure. uh, you know, wrestling, 672 qualifiers. At, at state track and field, we're going to have over 5,000 boys and girls total because it's a co-ed event. Right. That's true. I mean, yeah. 5,000 participants. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there are a lot of sports that don't have 5,000, you know, statewide, let alone at the state tournament level. Right, um, exactly. And, and so it's just, it's just a different size thing to navigate. And so we have to play within certain boundaries um, that, uh, you know, maybe folks don't going out to their Tuesday night track meet. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, and some of this, correct me if I'm wrong, is is not association driven. Correct. I mean, you have to follow what Drake's telling you or what Des Moines telling you. Is that is that exactly. somewhat? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, it, and there are some times where you know, like in today's statement, um, you know, just to, I'll, I'll pull the curtain back here. I mean, to, in today's statement, you know, we said. Uh, you know, as allowed by Drake University and Polk County Health Department. Right. Um, you know, and anybody who can do math can understand why the athletic association wouldn't want fewer people at an outdoor track meet than we had in Wells Fargo Arena in an indoor setting for wrestling. Right. 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 Um, you know, you can look back at um, the decisions that had to be made to limit spectators to, you know, just basically a couple hundred for the state football finals. Right. Um, that's not to throw anybody under the bus. It's just we have partners and they have restrictions that they're working with too. And, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in COVID times, that means county and state health officials. That means municipalities. That means the venues that are actually hosting these things. So, um, you know, to pick even another sport that we haven't brought up yet, uh, swimming. Mm. Um, you know, we, we have it at this outstanding pool at the University of Iowa uh, the last few years. Um, really one of the best in the Midwest. We're, we're, we're really fortunate to have it there there was no chance that they were hosting us or any outside event at that time. Exactly. Um, so we had to move it to Linmar and because of the size there, it was participants only, no spectators. And, you know, we heard it for weeks about oh, yeah. how, how upset people were and understandably so. But last I checked, you know, Bob or Jason, feel free to offer up your private pools. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but we're just, we're limited to the, the facilities that we realistically have that are realistically available at this point in time. Um, and, and I know that's not a popular answer, but um, but it's reality, and it's and reality. you know, it's reality. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with. I mean, reality sucks sometimes, but there's nothing wrong with real answers, you right. know. And here's the thing, you know, you were talking about state track, uh, just came out. You know, I, I was at first, I'm like, oh, I heard the, uh, I read through the announcement saying that that the classes are going to be split, and and finals are going to be split up, and and I thought, oh, holy cow! And then I went and I looked at the actual schedule, and really. Thursday, Friday looked pretty close to the same, 
And Saturday is pretty close to the same, except for it is split 2A, 3A, 1A, 4A, which is what we have done anyway. Honestly, I don't see a huge difference in the schedule. It's not. It's, it's mostly duplicated. There's a little bit of buffer time there in between because we do have to clear out the facility. Right. Um, but, you know, that Saturday adjustment will just be a longer day. But, yeah, I mean, that, that was – that was really important to the, the track coaches association and um, and realistically the only way we could get two tickets per participant to work for Saturday's finals um, right. was, was to split those sessions up. So um, we didn't go with a, a, a crazy off the wall format there. Um, and so hopefully it's familiar and I know it might look a little bit different, but I, you know, I, I would still offer that, you know, we could have, between eight and 10,000 people in a full day, you know, split across two sessions. Right. Um, and, and Drake relays, you know, they couldn't come anywhere close to that. No. So, you know, that's already strides right. uh, in, in the span of two weeks mm-hmm. um, in working with Drake and Polk County. And not only that though, and this is the biggest, the biggest positive I've seen come across both on social media and some of the track people in town here, track parents, they said at least people know three weeks in advance where Drake really, I think, dropped the ball putting out how they were going to handle that, right? You know, putting tickets on sale before qualifiers came out. You know, and obviously that's not an association issue, but um, I don't think at least. But you guys really handled this and put this out in advance. Everybody knows going into it what we can expect, and we're not scrambling three days, four days before the state meet, um, trying to figure out who can go and who can't go. You know, if you qualified, you got two tickets. Yeah, that that's a good part. I'm glad you feel like we're not scrambling, Jason, because that's how I feel. But I understand, <laughs> I understand exactly what you mean. And, you know, there, there's still going to be a lot of protocols and details to sort out through the next 10 days so that there aren't any surprises after state qualifying meets. And, and I know that there will be some pressure points or pain points, however you want to describe it, uh, once we get to the state meet. You know, there's going to be people who are upset. Uh, you're, you're never going to make anybody happy uh, right. or everybody happy. Right. Uh, but, <laughs> you'll make somebody yeah. happy. So, yeah, somebody will be happy, right? <laughs> We're but, happy. Uh, you'll never make everybody happy, but that's 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 part of the game. We have to we have to make these decisions and go with it. And, and I think if we want to spin this positive and not just have this be a vent session from the Athletic Association guy, um, <laughs> I – you know, we, we've gained a lot of perspective and, and a lot of reflection um, over the last year about what we do, why we do it, and, you know, how we go about doing those things. And, sure. Um, I, I think that's really been a benefit uh, in the long run for us so that we can go on from one event to the next, um, which is helpful this spring. Sure. Oh, I absolutely believe believe so, that. So let me ask you this. I, I, I think Iowa has some very unique state tournaments, obviously. The wrestling tournament. Um the track, the track meet is amazing. I'm, most states don't get to run in a venue like Drake. Um, do you do you agree with that? Disagree with that? I mean, is there something special here? Um, just take COVID out of the picture. But any normal year, um, what are your favorite tournaments? I, I do agree with that. Um, you know, I, I again, I'm not going to tell anybody that they should feel grateful, but we do play at high-end event venues. Right. Um, you know, there are surrounding states around us that, you know, they might play one or two of their tournaments at the top flight or professional-type venue, and then everything else is at high schools or small colleges. Um, there are a number of states that do everything at high schools. Right. Uh, Kansas, for instance, puts – not to throw Kansas under the bus. Sorry, <laughs> no, no, go right ahead. Uh, okay. But, but uh, they, they put – each classifications tournament at a different high school rotating site 
sure. like the same days. So like basketball would be taking place at four different high schools every year. Um, and you know, and that's girls and boys. So that, you know, it'd be, it'd be even more than that. Um, so I think th there's a beauty of, um, the athletic association and the girls union, both because we are separate and that's unique. We both want to provide the best experience we can at a state tournament. And that, you know, uh, you know, maybe pushes us to get a nicer or more expensive venue or right. place and to try and make that special. We work together pretty well when we need to, especially for co-ed events like this. Um, and then, you know, there's the passion of, of folks in Iowa. And I think that comes out most in, in the wrestling adventure describing, which I think any state would, would love to have. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I always wish ticket sales were better and there were even, you know, bigger and better crowds at every event that we do. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do think there is something special with the community nature that Iowa has, uh, around its high schools and how, how medium sized towns, especially, mm -hmm. uh, really get together, uh, when their teams make a, a postseason run. Um, and, uh, it, it can make the entire thing feel, uh, like quite an experience. Oh, definitely. Well, we've got just a, a quick second here before we got to let you go. But I, I, I did tell Jenkins that we would get the skinny on state track real quick. What parents can expect for getting tickets uh, for the meet coming up here if they have a qualifier? That's a great question. Um, so we've used our hometown ticketing. It's a digital ticketing system through our website now. Um, we, we started that in the winter time. So if anybody went to any winter tournaments and attended those as a spectator with the athletic association, they, they, they should know that system. Um, so state qualifying meets will use that. And then following the state qualifying meets on Friday, our office is going to crunch a ton of numbers <laughs> and, <laughs> right. get, and get basically every individual um, and every session they're competing in uh, into, you know, sets of giant spreadsheets, then we will have promotional codes um, or links basically that we'll send to like, let's say New Hampton, right? They get mm -hmm. six qualifiers. We'll send them, you know, a, a set of six links for Thursday, you know, however many links they need for, for Friday. And then if they're, if their kids qualify for Saturday's finals, we'll get them links, you know, for that. Um, those will be dispersed by the schools, Okay. but essentially the, uh, the AD, uh, or coaches will uh, pass those along to parents. Here's your link. You click it. You have an opportunity to buy two tickets. So um, those, those tickets, you know, aren't going to go to somebody else sure. um, right out of the gate. And we'll have uh, an announced time. Right now, it's looking like Monday, uh, May 17th at 9 a.m. Okay. <laughs> is what okay. I can tell you is looking like the uh, the purchase time uh, for those once you get those promo codes. So cool. you really want good weather on next Thursday. Oh, uh, my gosh. We, yes. We, we need good weather then, and we need good weather uh, at Drake. If, if <laughs> you examine go. that schedule at all, we don't have a whole lot of wiggle room. <laughs> there you go. Well, Chris Quayer, oh, go Jason, unless you got a track. If you've got a track that seats 20,000 people, let me know right now. 20,000, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, we could maybe squeeze 1,000. Yes, yes, but that's what? it. <laughs> Chris, Chris Quayer joining us from the Iowa High School Athletic Association. Thank you so much. We've got a million more questions to ask, so that just means we'll have to bring you back on another time. Please do. I, I, I'm glad to do it, and I, and I really enjoyed talking with you guys today. Okay. Thanks a lot, Chris. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Appreciate but it. We'll be back with more right after this. Awesome. <laughs> Fenske, I got to tell you, that was, that was a good segment we just did with somebody who knew what the heck they were talking about. And I, I don't know what we're going to do now because it's you and I. Yeah, but hey. Hey, look at this guy. Let's grab that guy. Go pull off. Oh, oh, go get him. Go get him. Okay, in the, you go grab him. In the meantime, I will update on scores from stuff. Okay. Oh, he's coming in. Okay, cool. Who? 
Oh, you know this guy. Who is it? It's Noah Fenske. Who? Oh, it's that guy. That, that means we have two guests that actually know what they're talking about. Well, it's not you and I. Right. No, guests. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's two hosts acting like they actually just pulled me out from outside. <laughs> and there's two Fenskis in the room. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Well, Fenske, first off. What, what the, well, crap. I can't say that, can I? No, because you're both Fenske. <laughs> okay, you're Fenske. No, I'm Oh, wow. What a, what a mess. <laughs> no, how the heck you been? I've been good, man. Thanks for having me on again. Hey, you have an open invitation, as does your brother, because as we all remember, there was a night of controversy, and it was spectacular. Yeah, and I think my I, that was uh, NCA bracket, right? That we no, did. no, 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 no. This was all kinds of controversial. Talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Iowa State, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, but I think I won most of those topics if I remember. Right. Well, you can say that tonight because Josh ain't here to stop you. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll have him listen tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so anyway, back to us knowing what we're talking about. Uh, I'm kidding. What are we talking about? Well, let's let, let's. Let's play, well, let's play off a little bit of what Chris is talking about. You know, that's, that's, that's the thing. One of the things we did not get to was high school baseball. Right. And for those that don't know, baseball, you know, New Hampton played in the, in the baseball tournament here two years two ago. Years ago yep. And they played down at Principal Park uh, as part of that. And this year, whoever makes it will not play in Principal Park. So, you want so to explain why? So basically what happened is, is the major leagues took over the scheduling for all the minor league teams that contracted, mm-hmm. quite a few. Uh, evidently nobody got the memo that, hey, we need this for a week. Right. Um, so the rumor mill is, is that they offered them the week but a week before right. the, the turn. So basically, the, yeah, shortening, shortening, shortening the, season. The, the season for another season because right. last year was obviously much shorter. Right. We lost all of um, June, right. uh, most of June. Right. Um, so they're going to take the show on the road. That's what I hear, which is the way you we. Be. I'm cool with that. Right, right. So... Um, you know, I talked to Noah about this, and, uh, you know, I think he had a good idea. Uh, so I was like, we were talking here, honestly, a uh, few minutes before we started, uh, just about, you know, like, different spots that we think. Uh, Wait, was this when he was on the phone walking towards us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we, can, we can dispense yeah, with when that. I was, yeah, when I was outside waiting for these two guys. It was, te- it was telepathy. <laughs> Uh, and, I, you know, I thought maybe Mason City would be a good spot. There's not really a lot of stuff that uh, goes on that way just regarding, like, the Iowa High School Athletic Association. You know, they got Roosevelt, uh, where the Mohawks play, which is just a beautiful venue. And then they have uh, they have Newman uh, Catholic not too far away, so you could, you could honestly get a couple games in at, at the same time, maybe have the lower-level teams play. Uh, lower at, class. Don't lower class. It's not lower careful. level. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you could do it in right. one park. You could. Um, you could do it in one park, but uh, you know I think just you know I, I don't know how everything's going to look in the summer if the some of the social distancing stuff is still going on. You could you could definitely do that if you have teams playing in different parks. Right. You wouldn't have right. to you wouldn't have to deal with all the contact tracing that you might have to deal with right now. That's true. But I want to say this, and Chris pointed out. He said one of the things that the the 
association has prided itself on, and I know that's not what they like to be called, but is they like to play their tournaments in premier venues and right. get those experiences. Um, and so if it's going to be a high school stadium, you know, yes, it's a beautiful stadium. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But, I mean, I think there's other options in our state than just, just you know. My, my big thing, on, and, and, and we've had this discussion, Noah and I, often, um, I've never been a huge fan of the state tournament being at Principal Park just right. because it's not a high school park. Right. Um, you know, basketball works because, you know, an extra 10 feet on the court is not that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> Unless you're... Yeah, listen, you're skinny. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a, it's a, I mean, take that up and down the floor a few times. You're, you're running a lot more. But I, I... So, and I know I'm, I'm definitely in the minority there. Um, but... You know, you, not in this room. You're not. You, you see no. outfielders playing. You know, they look like they're playing really shallow yeah. and principal, and they're, they're right. and, and they're really not. They're just playing normal distance. Right. But if they were to play like where like a major league guy would be playing, I mean, they're not going to they're not going to get to anything. Right. right. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I think there's a couple of options. I, I, I do think Mason City, great baseball town. Sure. Um, you know, long tradition, both. Especially Newman lately, but Mason City has has always been pretty solid at baseball, and and also Nyack. They have I right. Mean, they have a really good JUCO baseball program there too. So, um, and it seats you know, if you bring in the extra bleachers, the grandstand seats twenty one hundred. Sure, um, you could definitely bring bring bleachers down the right field line. You could get a decent. That's the other thing I, I'm not always a big fan of about Principal Park is, is I've only been there once for a state tournament, and it feels empty. It does. Right. It, well, I guess my question to you, because uh, I, I really don't know, I mean, how many people do you think come to the state baseball tournament? You know, maybe for some of those big 4A games, you might have a, you might have a bigger crowd. But, I think you might be surprised. But, I, I mean, 2,100 seems like a lot of people, because... If Mason City is in the northern part of the state, so I mean you would you would have a lot of people driving up, but uh, you know the softball tournaments in Fort Dodge, right. which is like an hour away. Right, right, and I think that's a great venue for for state softball. Right. I, 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 yeah, I don't disagree. I I think there's even more options out there than just right. Well, I mean there's, no, there's, there's there's Grinnell. Um, I I mean you know we've got this beautiful stadium being built in Dyersville where the right. wall could probably be adjusted slightly if we needed to. Right. Or even, and not that you want to play That, that is fast, Jason's dream. I would love to see the state tournament played on the at, field of dreams. at the Field of Dreams. Not right. on the actual movie prop. Now, how, how deep isn't, isn't the Field of Dreams awfully shallow? No, yeah, but now they're building. Not, but, yeah. Oh, that's right. They built, they, built the, they built the one for the Major League teams Correct. that ended up right. not coming up and playing. Exactly. Right. right. Well, and it's going to happen eventually. It but just... that seat's about 8,000, doesn't it? I thought. I yeah, thought it what will. Yeah. What, what is principal seat? Is about about 10. About 10. Yeah, so you know. I mean, it's a little smaller. Um, you know, I think Banks uh, in Iowa yeah. City is, is, is a nice park. Um, it, it, is, it is on turf, and it would be in July. I mean, that would be... Hot. Very, very hot. Yeah, it was a hot. But definitely doable. I mean, it's a nice right. playing surface. But I mean, I still, I still don't have a problem with Marshalltown and Mason, uh, and Carroll. And that's 
for for you know it's been at Principal Park for quite a number of years. Yeah, now. going back to about two thousand. But but for years the state tournament was four teams each class all in Marshalltown. Right. And then they expanded it to eight, like every other state tournament. Right. Exactly. You know, and then they split them. And four A two A four A went one place. Uh, one A three A went together. Yeah. And, and Kill is one of the coolest parks. Have it's you a, ever been there? Uh, it's, I drove past it once. It, it is, it's awesome. I, I, I do, I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with having different teams play at a different location, but I do, one thing I really like about the state tournaments in Iowa is how many people actually come like from others, from other teams to watch, watch, yeah, right. watch it like this, uh, either the higher yeah. or lower. Uh, it's nice to be able to see everybody, and I get that. And for the uh, the people that have to run it, uh, the, you know, the Iowa High School Athletic Association splitting up into two spots is probably well, not. Well, now that Chris isn't here, well, right, right. But he we, may listen to this. Yeah, yeah, but but now that Chris isn't here, hey, we'll just make him go be in two places at once. I'm sure he can handle yeah. this. <laughs> so. And here's the thing. We talked to him off air just briefly yeah. about this a little bit. I, I had said my field of dreams thing. He goes, I think it's a great idea. Um, he didn't tip his hand on what's going to happen. Which they're, they're close. They're close. But, yeah, that, that was the, um, that so, I mean, was the closest. I give, him, I give him credit. He <laughs> yes. didn't tip his hand at all. Right. Um, but he, I mean, even he agrees that there's some pretty cool venue opportunities. Mm-hmm. He, Davenport's got a beautiful st- stadium yeah. right down by the river. Right. That stadium is huge. And it's not right. getting yeah. used. Right. Because they, they lost their team, didn't they? No, no. no, they're, no they're still there. Clinton lost St. 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 Ambrose, I believe, also plays there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, speaking of that, let, let, let's talk about this a little bit. What? You know, since we didn't really have a plan, let's just... We never have a plan, Bob. <laughs> um, okay, so volleyball is in uh, Cedar Rapids. Volleyball is in Cedar Rapids. I think that's a good Perfect spot. A great Perfect spot. spot. Great right, facility. Right. What about football? And I know this guy has some opinions on Who, this. Noah? Yeah. Who cares? He's the youngest. <laughs> so, right now, um, all the semifinals and finals are played in the uni, though. Darn right, and that's the way it should be. Uh, Noah? I mean, in, in my opinion, state for. And in his opinion, doesn't matter, mind no, you. Right, no. right. My opinion <laughs> on this show just typically doesn't go very far. Just the but, show, huh? Unless, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. unless Josh is on, that's true. And if, if Josh is on, then luckily I'm like third in line. <laughs> go ahead, you go ahead. But you know, I, I I think you know, especially, I mean, when we were playing to go to the dome that one year, I think it was like 39 out and degrees, like 39 yeah. degrees out. Yep. And the next week we would have had to go, when walk on beat us our junior year. Um, our, I mean, my junior year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would have, you know. He called us I t- old. I talked to, uh, you know, Asher Fay. He was a good friend of mine when I, well, I spent some time in Iowa, and he just talked about how hot it was in there. Sure. And, you know, that playing surface is so different compared to like what what most teams are playing. Besides, really, Cedar Falls, because uh, it's not a traditional turf. It's a newer style turf that they use that you don't. You're not supposed to use cleats on because you you're feet don't like stick into the they don't sure. stick, right, stick right. yeah so a lot of kids i mean you go you go and watch especially last year like walk on all of their players were pretty much wearing like basketball shoes right right and 
you know, like that. It's a very different, you know, it's a really different style. Which of is how it used to be before they did put in the new turf. When you go back to the old Astro turf. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's essentially just a. It's it's very similar to Astro turf. It's just not concrete, pretty much. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, okay. And uh, you know, so I. You know, I, I don't necessarily think Drake should host it because Des Moines hosts a lot of our right, state, right. State, yeah. state meets. But and then know, we can go to Kinnick Stadium where they hold 77,000 people. That's too many people. And put 5,000 people in there. For but a, there, is a, there is a stadium right next to where the Colonels play in Cedar Rapids. Veterans. Veterans, which is an absolute... Or are you talking about Kingston Stadium? Yeah, Kingston. 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 Yeah, the Veterans is, is the yeah. baseball stadium. Right, yeah. Kingston Stadium. And, you know, that's... But now we're back to playing at a high school stadium. But is it really? I mean, I mean, it's it, only high schools that play there. It is a high school sta- stadium, but it's hardly ever used. It's a very nice stadium. It's, it's used a big for stadium. home games every week. Yeah, but but he's talking like no, and track no, pra- Prairie Prairie has their own field now. No, I know, but Cedar Rapids Jefferson has their own field now. Xavier has their own field. It's hardly ever used there. But still, we're back to to a high school. St- it's not a premier facility, which is what the, the association is talking. Was what Chris was talking. About. I agree with him on that. Yeah. I get what you're saying. If you want to have this this experience for the players to look up and see stands full of people, that's great. But I will say this. In November, it sucks being a player going from 30-some degrees into 70 degrees and dry. Oh, I, uh, yes. But I'll tell you what. For old the, grandpa the play, and grandma the, the, the that players are, not, are the ones playing the game. They are the ones playing the game. And, and, and but I believe who's, gonna, who's paying for all that good stuff? That would be grandpa and grandma and mom and dad right. and all the old people from town that want to come out. And they don't want to shiver. I don't want to shiver. And I can't, unless I'm guaranteed a press box spot, I don't, I don't want to shiver. Right. Yeah, which, you know, it was, it was good last year. Last year, he was a sideline reporter for a couple of games. Yeah. And he found out how the other half lives. For one game, I did. Yeah. The other so, game, we got warm again. I will, I will, I will just, uh, you know... I will tell you not to move to Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, then for a state or at any point in your life because you, that's you the don't point. Want to be cold. Yeah, like oh, oh, I thought you were gonna say because they all use high school facilities. Yes, <laughs> well, no, exactly. Wisconsin, Wisconsin Minnesota, Nebraska all play in their big division. Their football, which, which is that's, too big. I, I agree. Like that for football, but that's it. You couldn't play it in Kinnick or Jack. Well, one you couldn't play in Jack Trice because it's a grass field. Well, they used to play in both in Jack Trice and at yeah, but that was back when, when Trice every, had. That's back so. when you were a kid. It really was. A really long time ago. <laughs> Speaking of which, my junior year of football was 1981. You're old. Oh, it's 30 years ago. Go ahead. That's, yes. a, that's a long time ago. Guys, we got to take a break. That's 40 years, from, that's 40 years ago. Yes. No, 39 yes. years in some months. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. It's getting deep in here, folks. Stick uh, with us. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Just this last week, we crowned a brand new shot put champion in the Northeast Iowa Conference. It's no longer the previous guy. It's now a new person. Yeah, who was that previous guy? Uh, he, he sucked, I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> uh, you know, I would love to give you crap, Noah, but considering what you threw in that meet, I really can't give you crap. Because what did you throw? Like You threw like 48 60, something? No, 60 like, feet something. Yeah, 48 foot. what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually, I wasn't, I, I didn't win the discus that night. I know. I, no. I, 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 I only won one... Uh, 
uh, conference title and the shot in the disc. I have more. Um, I have the same amount of state titles for both events that I but do conference here's events. This, true. But here's, let me tell you something. This is what I love about the Northeast Iowa Conference. I realize we're giving, I'm giving all crap because, you know. Right. Well, <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, it, it, as you do, right? Um, but seriously, the Northeast Iowa Conference has some really, really stellar performances in different events every year right, it seems right, like right and your year it was the shot in the disc you had i mean let's face it you and brady we had, Sullivan, we had the number one and number two guy in class two a two a and then mo mo newsom got uh second for the shot he got upset uh at for the discus and didn't make the finals but he was like projected number one or two oh in yeah that event. Um, but I mean, you, you had a mini state meet environment. Oh yeah, I mean, well, the the guy who got six that night threw like forty nine feet. The right. Blanche kid from Waverly. And right. So like, I think I think all top five guys went over fifty. Right. And my freshman and sophomore, no, not my not my freshman year, but my sophomore year, that that would have won it. And it, right. and it did win it. I think what was the throw? Fifty foot. This 10 year inches? was fifty. Yeah, oh. a little over. 50 Which feet. don't don't get me wrong. Like, I, you know, two years ago when I threw sixty, like I, I don't know if our conference is ever going to see. Not trying to pat myself on the back, but I, not, I don't know if we'll, I don't know not if for the con- not for a while. Not but, that deep. And fifty is fifty feet in the shot, but still, that's it's a great throw. It's a great throw. I mean, that's going to place you at the state in most years. Exactly. So, and so, it didn't even it barely placed in the conference yeah. in 2019. So let me ask you this though: If you threw the shot put, your your best shot put throw was 60 feet, 11 inches, yep, yep. something. Um, and Josh is best throw in the shot 40 put. 40 feet, 11. Yes. So you're way better than Josh, then, right? Well, he had two days to prepare. But <laughs> I, let's, let's talk about statistically. The long yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the long yeah, yes. Because the long jump this year was the event. Yeah. On the, on the well, b- both jumps were like. Right. I mean, the, I heard that. The, just this is just from what I heard. I heard. Remember, I was there. You were. I there. was there. So I covered. Tell, tell me. Tell me if I'm wrong or tell me if I'm right. You're I wrong. heard. I heard the high jumper pretty much stopped when he had it won. He probably could have still won a couple more inches. Uh, that he, I can't. Confirm. He's he's yeah. gone six ten before, and he went no, six, he went six seven this year. It was it's no the, no, but no, he won, his he won freshman year. Yeah. He oh, won really? it. He won it at six ten. Oh yeah. well, he went six seven this year. It's the uh, the Collins, Collins kid, yeah, the, the kid, the kid but, that won the drink, but, really, but right? you, yes. But then you also had the Stewart kid from Walk On that went six four. Right. I mean, it was a heck of a competition between right. the two of them. So usually you get a kid over 6'2 in northeast Iowa. That's what you Or most of them. Yeah, it's, it's done. Right. It's done. It's over with. It's not, not, typically, it's There's not the uncle, The uncle kid from Cresco was also over, had, had cleared 6'2 this year. So the other thing I was going to say. But that's not even the most could, impressive one. We could probably talk to Noah about the high jump because I don't know if a lot of people know this. I, I, I was a high jumper in eighth grade. Yes. But I only cleared like the first one a couple times. Floyd, Floyd, Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, here, here's the, the most impressive part. First of all, let, let's shout out to New Hampton girls. Yeah. Um, but I, I still got to talk about the boys' long jump at some point. Okay. We will get back. To okay. It. Okay. But the, the New Hampton girls, 12 points away from knocking off the corner. Right. Which is one that's. Which, if anybody of, knows, it's like 16 years. 16, 16 yeah, years. Yeah. No. I was a young man the last time the corner didn't win. I was. Old, I was just out of high school. Right. Um, I you was were a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but in the girls' competition, yeah. uh, 
Kiki Connell from Charles City. She she won, she got second in the well, one I heard, the well, 15, won the 15. Won the three, won the 15, yeah. won the 800, and then just for fun, came in a second, very, very, very close, close second. second in the 100. So if it, she can throw, she should go somewhere to be uh, She's a long jumper. She's one of the better long yeah, jumpers yeah. in the conference. I mean, she so, all she's gotta, so all she's got to do is learn how to, in my opinion, the two hardest events at, at the track meet and learn how to throw the shot in discus, and then she can be a decathlete. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the four by fat was the toughest uh, I gave a huge shout out to that at our meet. Yes, that is a huge shout out. That is one of the most exciting events. And why and is it? Said. And why does it not count in the team points? Uh, look, they have you would to, have to establish I mean, rules we, we've for talk, who can we've run ta- it. We've talked about how good the association has been, but that is one thing that they do get wrong, and that it's not a, <laughs> it, it doesn't count towards team points. Well, I, I, I have to share this with you, Jason. At Easter, um, I went down. Noah cooked dinner. Okay. Um, I paid for the food. I just want to throw that out there. Um, right. and, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So they're coming up with rules, you know, like. like oh yeah, like you like, gotta be a minimum of two hundred pounds. Uh, how do you enforce that? Well, well, you have. A, I mean, we weighed in before YSF games, so you can't wait yeah, in before you can, a track meet. Yeah, you can Four weigh, guys weigh in before team. wrestling. Yeah, but it's all inside the school. You weigh, you weigh in your implements. Maybe you have to be there when you weigh in so the one implements. So one of the thoughts was 800 pounds. Four guys, 800 pounds. That's not, I think but, that's fair. But, because but, I make up 300 of that. So yeah, now you can stick a little <laughs> tiny <laughs> in there. But then, and then we, we then figured that we don't not. I mean, pounds. I think when... <laughs> I, I, if I remember right, we went like 49.10 was our fastest time. And that was like me... I think Ariane Day was in that. Yes. Uh, and then Bryce Malloy, who who looked like he fit right in with us. <laughs> and then Dylan Roberson. Oh, my gosh. So we would have probably went over 800 pounds, but I, I don't know if every team there that night could have went over 800 well, pounds. Well, yeah, no, I, and that's the problem is how are you going to regulate all that? And sometimes they don't plan for it. And, like, uh, at the home meet here, we – they. At the like in the middle of the meet, they said, "Hey, we're gonna do a Waitman's. If you got a team, send it down to the." See, that's a, that's that is exactly how track and field should be. Right. Is hey, we're gonna have all the fat guys run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so, so you were gonna say something about the long jump. Yeah, that's the Waitman's long jump. <laughs> that, that, oh, that, that that that's <laughs> an event, or like the Waitman's two miles. <laughs> yes. Well, back, that, just why well, do you no, why but, do you want to do CPR? No, but like I wouldn't run all two miles. There would you would have like if you like drink a Mountain Dew, you take off a hundred meters or something. And so you just keep adding like different food events into just it, just to see if you can get him to puke. <laughs> yes. That's, 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 that's the point. Oh my god! <laughs> so the long jump at the conference meet was pretty outstanding. Right. Top five were over twenty feet. Right. And I believe it was twenty three feet won it, and it was uh, the Collins. Collins. Yeah, that's, that's 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 really impressive. He's got some springs on him. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But you know, five guys out over twenty feet. That's, that's twenty feet's a pretty good jump. Right. And what, what did Josh jump? Josh's best jump was twenty feet nine. Yeah, his junior year. Sure. And then that's, <laughs> that's I mean that was that led our team for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think. But but the the great thing about the conference to me is, in my opinion, is a couple of things. One, we always seem to have some amazing athletes yes. out there. Yep. Um, you know, uh, you know, 
okay, no one might have been one of them, um, you know. But no, no, I mean, but, but, like, but but like guys like like Mo Newsom, who I mean, how often do you? I mean, I think I lost by two inches that day. I, I threw a one hundred and seventy-seven feet five. I think was my first throw, and I'm and I'm sitting there thinking, I just there's this. There, there's no way that I don't win this meet. And then he goes out, and the next throw throws it farther than I do by two inches. But right. no, I, I think I think I ended up throwing like 178 that day. Yeah. Okay. But. So so and the crazy thing is 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 there was a kid the, the shot put um, rival um, was a kid named Brady Sullivan from yeah. Lock On. He throws the discus. He sets like a PR by 12 feet that day Mm -hmm. and he finishes third by like almost yeah i mean you know you know uh well i mean and then you look at guys like keegan john who got second that one year and honestly if he you know i i we always talked about this uh especially when it happened when keegan his senior year went down i think he got fourth and he kind of got he kind of got screwed. They should have they should have uh, restarted restarted it. He got and boxed in got really boxed bad. In really bad. He was about fourteen. I mean, oh, wow. I think his last lap was probably the fastest he had ever ran a four hundred, and that was after running a four hundred. Right. right, right. Like we talk about guys like that. You talk about the Ellie Friesen. Ellie, yeah. I mean Ellie Friesen is she's uh, very mean, good she's at South Dakota. Yeah. You, know? um, you talk about guys like. Uh, no, I'm drawing a blank. But. Well, that's because I can go back farther because I was around. Yeah. I mean, I can remember. Uh, I was there when Greg. I was around when Greg Offerman ran. Oh. I watched my, that my kid com- run. My Kumpel. My yeah. was another. He could run the hurdles and he could throw the discus like jo- no other. Josie. Josie. Jewel. Josie Jewel was pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, Parker. I mean, and by decent, I mean he was good. Parker Hesse was only kind of struggled in track because I think he gained like 40 pounds. Right. To right. Oh, no doubt about that. Uh, but I but mean, like, you know, just, Isaac just, Wendland. just for my own sake, because I'm a big track guy, like I would like to put this out there. Like if you want to be a good football player, I mean, where else can you start but track? I mean, you look at, I think it's like 72% of all Hall of Famers ran track in high school. Right. So let me throw this out there. Class 2A, walk on, won a, a state title this year in yep. football. They had 67 guys out for track. Yeah, I, that's incredible. That's more than we get out for football here. Oh. And, uh, you know, like one one thing I like, I always hated going to walk on to throw. Not because like. They, yeah, their facilities are not outstanding. Well, but like, they, well, they put a new shot put ring in. Which that is helps. Really nice. And but I, every I time a, it rains, I, it turns into a mud Right. Hole. And I, I also blew my shoe out on what I think would have been my best throw ever if I wouldn't have, if my shoe would have blown out. But. <laughs> Like the thing that like I used to hate throwing against Wakan was because they have eight guys throwing. Right. Like, well, I mean, you, you're telling me that it's not one. Even if you only throw, you still have to warm up, which is 800, 800 meters. You're running more. You're doing calisthenics every day, and you're doing you're doing plyometric training right. and all kinds of explosive. And then, activities. and not only that, you the shot puts a very explosive event, mm-hmm. and the discus you have to spin as fast as you can and throw an implement, and it's a very awkward movement. You can't without tell tripping me, yourself. Yeah, you can't tell me that doesn't. You know, a football. A big part about football is you can be as big and strong as you want. You can be able to tackle as good as you want, but you got to get there first. Right. Like well, that, that's true. I mean, you look at you look at any like any like any league right now, college and the NFL is getting. I mean, if like since like 2005, I think the average offensive lineman was like 350 pounds in the NFL. It's 290 pounds today. Sure. And it's only because they want guys who can move. Right. right. And if you can't move, you're not like you're going to struggle. Like. For what it's worth, uh, there's a guy by the name of Chris Felder, before mm-hmm. your time. Uh, before well, you, my time. Well, before you were over here, you probably knew of him. Yeah. 
uh, from Old Wine. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's my age or, or older probably remembers Chris Felder. Uh, he was the, the talk of the state. He was the big recruit. He was the big prize. Iowa got him. His senior year, he went out for track because some guy by the name of Kirk Ferentz said, you will go out for track. Right. right. And he did. And he placed sixth, I think, in the, in the conference tournament and made the state tournament. Right. Yeah. Well, and like, in the discus. One, one thing, like, and he had I, no form whatsoever. One, one thing I like to tell my friends who would, would tell me that like, they didn't want to go out for track. One thing, I, I get it. Track is really hard to go out for. You're running. Like, that's the yeah. entire sport. And lot, like, even me, I don't like to run. Um, no, but like, I could always tell, like, you know, Coach Farley at UNI, who's you know had a, who's had a really good tenure at UNI, mm-hmm. and he always every time I went to camp, it was always my first camp going to in the summer. He's like, I can tell the difference between the guys who ran track and who didn't. They have better form, they come off their feet better, and a lot of times track kids are tough because who wants to go out and run 400 meters? Well, who wants to go out and run over really high hurdles? And you know, here's the other thing about this, and this actually is a conversation I had with Coach Frerichs down at the state tournament one year when, we, when I was still coaching. He said track is tough. Yes, it's the running, but there's absolutely no hiding from whatever it is that you right. are, where, wherever you are, right. because the clock doesn't lie. Right. Well, and that's and, tough. Yeah, it's a lot. That you know, is tough. Like, obviously, New Hampton's a big wrestling town. Right. And it, it, I, I like to compare wrestling and track a lot because one, one, if you mix both of them together, like you're just talking from a football standpoint, you mix it's both things. You mix both of them together, you're going to create a really good football player. Right. And the thing is, though, like it's wrestling is a lot like track, and track is a lot like wrestling. You know, there's nobody out there that can help you. I mean, right. maybe relays a little bit, but you're the only guy out there. Like mm-hmm. when you're running, like the, those four by eight guys. I mean, you're out there for two minutes by yourself. Yep. Like, and and it's all mental, and you mm-hmm. have to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing is, and I can think of at least two relays the other night uh, for different teams that were in good position. They mm-hmm. had one leg that w- didn't hold up their their end of the bargain, right, right. and they did not finish well because of it. And, and it's such a into you know. Sorry, I'm talking over my dad a lot here. It's okay. It's such I do an too. Individualized sport, but like you really, it, it is really a team sport. And the fact that like you know, like if we get, I, you know, I, I'm thinking what my my junior year, I think we got second with like 16 guys. I mean, we're like three or four guys away from winning the conference meet. And that's right. with 16 guys. Can you imagine if we had what Wacon had with 67 guys out just to pick and choose from? Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah and it was I, – I do remember that real quick. My, my, my one big story in that, I think it was at Osage, they, they won some meets that year for uh, team meets. Um, Noah got home and he goes, I'm wiped out. And I go, what what did – he goes – I ran back across the field in the four by four. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, you know, and that's one of the coolest things. You know, it's the one thing you don't probably see at a state meet. But but I love watching that. You know, watching kids support each other. Um, you know, I didn't get a lot in on this segment, but I got the last word. I think we got to take a break, don't we? We do. Back right after this on the Sports Zone. Well, Fenske, that's two weeks in a row where it seems like we really didn't know what we were going to do, but we made it work. It's amazing. But by having guests, that made it a little easier than the last two weeks ago when we just kind of did it on our own. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. But we made it through. We got it through. We got through. And 
and you know there's nothing wrong with that it's it's a good thing uh Cuellar was a great interview we should bring him back yes we should definitely. For one i think you kind of like talking to him right he's a g- great guy yeah well no. and, and you know he reminds you of when you were young <laughs> I, you know yeah, I, I know shut up <laughs> but then, well you know i mean that second guest we had i mean i don't no, if I'm gonna, you don't know about what. I don't know if I'm gonna feed him though, because I think he called me old sometime in there. I mean, I'll, <laughs> you know, so. But no, well, I'll see no, if I can't hook him up with with it, something. I'll go it, in this freezer or something. It was it was great to have Noah on again. Um, I know I'm very biased, but uh, you know, he he definitely has a voice for radio. Um, he does. Yes. So he's got the face for TV though, unlike most. Unlike us. Unlike, oh, well, um, for the time being. When he gets old, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, look, let's, he, let's give him 34 years and see what he looks like then. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, we, it, it's awesome that we had the guests on. Of course, we've got to thank our sponsors for being here with us because uh, without them, we can't do this. And, of course, we've got to thank our, our, our listeners well, for tuning in. Right, because. Without them, we'd just be talking to ourselves. See, Jason always has to say that. So It's my, it's my tagline. I say yeah. that every time I sign off. Well, it we'll be back in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks, and it'll be uh, we'll have a lot to talk about. Well, then. I can tell you this: I know we will ha- hear from um, Rally for Reed, which is a camp that's going to be held down in Davenport, and there's going to be a number of former Hawkeyes uh, that are going to participate. And there's a chance we could have Jake Gervas as part of that conversation. And then we'll also be hearing from Knoxville Speedway. Ah, so I know we got at least two the, guests. The cars there are going to be. I I, I want to go to Knoxville. And they've got some big events coming up this year, right. so we'll we'll talk all about that on the next show. That sounds good. Hey, have a good week. You too. Oh, real quick, I forgot. Hey, we got a web extra. If you like the conversation that we were having about track, jump onto our podcast version of this, which you can catch on pretty much any podcasting platform. It's just the the Sports Zone with Rudy and Bob, and you can hear the extra segment that we did not air uh, tonight. Okay. Hey, that sounds really good. All right. Good, Bob? I'm good. All right. I, I, I'm really good. Jason, you okay? I, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, have a good week. You too. Back in two weeks. Okay, I want to keep this conversation about the track going. Since Bob decided to leave again. Right. I mean, he just never wants to hang out. I, well, uh, yeah. I, I come home, and he doesn't want to He doesn't want to hang out with me. Careful. He's going to hear this. Right. He, mean, he, we both know better than that. But, well, I mean, we're also across the street from S&E's. He could have stopped and picked us up something, but he well, decided that's, not to. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it just – I do feel that the Northeast Iowa Conference track – schools is something pretty special yeah i mean for such a small like a bunch of small communities like mm-hmm. how often do you get I, and it seems like it's consistent especially I, I feel like you know just me being biased i was a field event guy I, I just always feel like the field events around here are just incredible yeah like i mean you know this year they're a little down i think 50 feet won it in the shot like we had said well but the, i mean the, the throw but, the throw events were down but, but the but jump events the were jump up. events were incredible you know, I um, mean, and you know, fifty feet isn't down. Like, no. What, what people, what some people might not understand, like especially after, um, you know, seeing a sixty foot mm-hmm. throw, is that fifty feet is really good. Like oh, fifty exactly. feet is a really good throw. And you know, I, I mean, when I was a freshman throwing thirty nine, I would have killed to throw fifty. Oh, that was exactly. A really good throw. I um, would have killed to break forty. 
Did you not break 40? Not not in a competition. Wow. I mean, I couldn't. I mean, that's, I, I, mean I, I, I feel like I really wish I knew what the average was, but I bet it's around 38, 39. Yeah. Somewhere For, in yeah. there. If you, if you roll in everybody who's ever thrown. Right. Yeah. It's got to be somewhere around there. I'd get out to 39, 11, 11 and a half. A and lot. it seemed yeah. like I could not get over that mark. And that's that. I mean, that's kind of how the school when I when I was chasing the school record. Who uh, Joel Rochford used to, who was my coach, was right. You know, it kind of felt like a while he might have been jabbing me, so I don't get it. But uh, I mean, I felt like I was at the fifty-five or the really low fifty-six mark forever, and right. I just and, uh, and that's a, you know another thing. Like I was talking about just with track is it's such a mental such a mental sport, and. You know, whether it's throwing another foot or it's, you know, jumping a few more inches or, uh, you know, running. I mean, I, I don't think I could ever run 800 meters, but you know, <laughs> some of these guys are running two miles in under 10 minutes. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's, that's booking it. Like, it that was, is really yeah. booking it. Um, the, the Hogan kid from Decorah went uh, sub 10. Sub 10. I mean, I, mean, I don't it's think nuts. I can run a mile in sub 10. <laughs> I could not right now. I mean, I could that, not. That's. That's I wish one I, mean, I, I that, that is one you know that's a little qualm. I wish New Hampton. I think I wish just because I love track. I mean I'm biased. I wish it was more popular here because a lot of times, yeah. especially when I was in high school, it felt like you know I had to like really like poke at my friends to go out. A lot of them didn't want to go out. Right. And you know I wanted people to go out for track because I I love track, and then I also knew how much it helped in football. Right. And, and the problem is, and it's the same thing with summer sports, it's at the end of the year where everyone's yep. a little bit fried. Right. And, and, the, and so they think, well, it's, it's just track. But it's not just it's track. It's not just track, no. And, and what's more is... It's, it's the perfect strength and conditioning program. Well, that's, that's really yeah. what it is. And, and, and not, and but even, not to even take away from the sport of track, but like if we're just talking football here, because, I mean, both, both me and you play college football. Like, well, one of us was good, and <laughs> that wasn't me. But, I but mean, yes, I get what you're saying. No, but like we both understand how important speed is to the yes. game. And, and it might not seem like a shot putter is working on a speed, Mm-hmm. But the only way the ball goes farther is if you get through the ring faster. Exactly. And to have balance, to be able to to be able to put uh, power into different parts of your body you're not used to. I mean, right? How I mean, how perfect can a sport like track be to to just football guys in general? Well, it's yeah, it's all you know when you're in the ring, it's all about body control. Yep. And in fact, that's what they in Tristan Wirfs is a guy that you know that yep. was a discus champion, and they've talked and, and about it. And a shot put champion. <laughs> but I mean, they, you know, and, and even if you go back and watch uh, the, the movie The Blind Side, not so right. much the the movie, but the book. Yep. In the book, they talk about Michael or. O'Hare. No, or, or not yep. O'Hare. Yep. Sorry, Michael Orr being a discus champion and the fact that he figured out how to wind up like a rubber band and then unwind that, which is what you figured out, obviously. Yeah, and, and, and it, it, it's a direct correlation to football. Yeah. Being able to control power and to where you can control power, and especially in the discus when you're spinning, mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't seem like you get anything better than really doing that. And, right. you know, Tristan, as big of an advocate as Tristan was for, you know, wrestling or uh for wrestling for football players, he's mm-hmm. just, he was also a guy that was just as big of an advocate as, you know, track is, you know, track mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want, you know, Amir, one thing people don't know about Amir Smith-Marset is that he, uh, 
he he got asked to run run in the Olympic trials when he really? was a junior. He uh I think him and Riley Moss had really similar high hurdle times. Sure. And I mean I mean that that just you know guys like and it can help so many different players. It, right. It's not just linemen should throw. It's not just receivers should run sprints, but like you right. know like linebackers should run hurdles and run 400s cuz how much grittier do, for people who don't know how hard it is to run a 400 cuz a 400 is not a distance race in track. It's a, it's a dead sprint. Yes. And you can almost argue that the 800 especially at the state meet is almost a dead sprint as well. It's the you know when you think about the old days of track and field the 800 has become what the 400 used to be. Yes. The 400 was kind of that really long sprint, and the 800 was more of a run, yep. where you're, you're absolutely right. And especially when you start getting into the above high school levels, it's absolutely a sprint. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking – I mean, Aaron Stockstill, and I was there when he did it. I watched him do it. Mm-hmm. He ran a half a mile, 800 meters, two laps around, yep. in a minute and 51 seconds. So that would be – his split is like 50. Sorry, fifty-five-ish, fifty-five and a half. And I'm t- and for people, for the listeners who don't follow track, fifty-five and a half. Fifty-five, four hundred is a fast four hundred. That like will place at most conference meets, yes. if not win some of them. Yes, probably some of the smaller meets. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And like these are guys who are just you know I think Ames went everybody ran right around one one fifty one one fifty two. I can't remember exactly what Keegan John ran, but. I mean, I remember watching that. I'm like, this guy is running what I run in 100 meters for 800 meters. Yeah, when you go, when you go sub, when you, you go, go sub, sub two, two in the 800. I mean, if you go sub 205, you're a good 800 runner. Right. In high school. In, yeah. In college, if you go, if you go sub two, well, most, most, I would probably say every D1 800 runner is probably sub 155. Easily. Easily, yeah. But, I mean, if you want to run in college, if you can run sub two, you're going to have a shot. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, I mean, the miles, I mean, they always talk about the four-minute mile. Yeah. You know, in the 1600s, four minutes and 34 seconds I've seen many times oh. at, at the state meet. I, and, I think it's mean, uh, just nuts. When, when I was at Drake my junior year, um, me and my dad and I, because me and my dad are big track guys. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, we stuck around to watch the college because you don't, if people, uh, you know, you might not like track, but if you, and watching it on TV can be, it's kind of like Here's baseball. Wa- it can be yeah. boring, but you go, you go to a meet and watch it. And a you, meet like that yeah. with a guy like Mike J, or you go to the conference meet with Darren Svensson, or I like to think I did an okay job here at our meets yep. where you've got somebody giving Con- context to what's going on. Yep. That's exciting. Yeah. It, it is really exciting. And, um, you know, like what we saw, I think it was Oklahoma State, Sioux Falls, and a school out of Oklahoma. Oh, so this is the college division. This is the college division. Okay. They ran so in college they have the four by mile. They don't yeah. have that in high school. Right. But every, me and my dad were figuring out splits for the top two teams, mm-hmm. and it was really three teams because they were all they were all really bunched up. And in a mile, if you have in a four mile race and you have guys neck and neck the whole time, that's incredible. Yes. And I, I think the Oklahoma State team, every single one of them ran four eleven splits. I believe it. And that's just that that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like because I think I think just to get to four minutes, like is like you're elite. Olympic yeah. level athlete. Yeah. And I, I mean, Oh, exactly. It's just, crazy. I watched the university level men's and women's four by twos. Yep. When Baylor was in their heyday. Yeah. 
Oh my I mean, God. I'm guessing most of those guys are running, I mean, in the 20. I mean, when I say in the 20, I mean 2001, 2002. Yeah. In high 19s probably, at least all of them in the exactly. relays. I, that's exactly I mean, you don't see that around here very often like no. that's that's well really... you're not gonna see if you see a 20.9 i think we're talking tim dwight at that point yes that's a yep. once in a in a and who knows not, 10, even, not even years yeah not even a once in a generation because there's yeah. not been many i mean my or adam haluska was sort of in that realm i think but, it was 21 three yeah. somewhere like that um you know darian porter was I mean, how crazy of a year was it that he ran fifty or forty-five second four hundred, and he was seventh in the nation? Mm-hmm. That means that there are six other guys who are running a faster four hundred in high school. Oh yeah, forty-five seconds. Oh, exactly. And, you so know, he he's running at he is running just slightly slower than what a what a elite level one hundred runner is running. Right for for four hundred four times the length. Exactly. It's just it's nuts, you know. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows about the the, the big guys, you know, uh, Usain Bolt, Michael Johnson, yeah. uh, uh, Justin Gatlin, yeah, all yeah. those guys. Uh, going back even farther than that, there's Carl Lewis and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, but I mean, there are high level performers in this state that, that you get to see. Oh, I, you go to the Drake. The Drake relays is incredible. Oh yeah, I oh, mean, that, it's, it's, it I is. think it's. I think after this, or not after this year, after my the year I want. The year that I got the privilege of winning it, I think it was like ranked like the third best tra- high school track meet in the country. I believe it, and and that's behind Penn Relays, which has had Usain Bolt run at right, and then probably the KU Relays, which probably is only better than the than the Drake because it's a regional. So like, right. there's there's got I I got invited to throw at the KU Relays, mm-hmm. but I, I you know I, I I I had state coming up and sure, and the KU is just that's a different beast too. Like sure, that, that's everybody in the Midwest, and and then Drake is right after that, mm-hmm. and I think. New Hampton has had, I think we've had one women's, right? And have we had two men's? Champion? Yeah. Uh, I would have to do some research. Yeah, but like, uh, and the thing is, is it's a very, it's it's not that it's an impossible thing. I, but I, you're racing against you're, all the you're, ra- yeah, you're racing against everybody. And, you know, I think, I really, I'd really like to, I really hope that I'm not, that we don't go through a drought like this again because, you know, like I said, I, being biased, I love track, but I would really like to see New Hampton make a big jump in track. And mm-hmm. the good thing is, is, you know, I, I saw that they had struggled. They had struggled a lot this year. Sure. But they are young. Oh, yeah. They're, I, I think if I looked right, I think almost all of their relays is mostly freshmen, maybe besides that 4 by 8 team. That 4 by 8 had one freshman and three seniors on it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, and you're going to – track is, you know, high school track when, when you're a freshman, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal because you're not really lining up against anybody. Right. But how much you mature from when you're 14 to 15 and when you're 15 oh, to yeah. 16. But there, that's the thing is, like, you see the girls and, like, Haley Peshek was great this yep. year. Mm-hmm. And she won the 400, the open 400. She darn near anchored the 4 by 4 team. To a win. To a win, came yep. – uh, hundreds of a second away yep. from winning that darn thing, um, trying to run run someone down, um, and and you don't see that on the guys' side so much. It's usually maybe if you get a freshman, it's like holy cow. Maybe some sophomores, usually it's juniors it's, and seniors. Here's the deal: 
puberty hits later on boys. That's yes, what it yep, is. Yep. And that's and, what it is. And I, I, you know, hopefully this week just being back and I know it's pretty late in the year, but you know, I, I'm excited to go out and watch some practices and stuff. And, you know, sure. I, 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 I'm, I know I'm one of few guys that got the privilege of winning the Drake relays here, mm-hmm. but I was throwing 30, I was a JV thrower almost. I threw varsity discs for like two meets and I was mostly JV shot put. It's a, as, it's, as a what? As a freshman. Okay. And, you know, I, and I, I came on late as a, as a sophomore, but like, you know, most of my growth, especially in track was my, my junior and senior year. You know, there's some guys out there that it might seem like it's pretty rough right now, but you give it some time. And, you know, yeah. Scott, you know, I, I had the privilege of having a great track coach. And we just, you know, it, it's just coaching wise, we've been able to just like reload because I know Scott Jenkins is going to do an incredible job with that program. And he does, he does, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I, I don't know what it takes to get kids out, whether it's New Hampton or whether it's some of these other other towns where it's mm-hmm. they struggle to get them out. Like I said, I think there's a little bit of uh, it's a, it, there is some, you know, there is it, it is the end of the year. I get that, um, but you can't let you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some of that's just the ah, some of that's unavoidable. But you know, yeah. How do you get it out? And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Yes, there's running. Yes, it's great for the other sports, but it's also like laid back and fun. Oh yeah, I, going I, to a meet was so fun. Like oh, I hated yeah. when they got over because yeah. it was just time hanging with the boys. Yeah, and there's Jason. You hit a, hit it right on the head. I think I think the reason I love track so much is because all of my best friends ran track. Right, and although the practices they seemed like they sucked. But it was just well, at so, times. At, at times, but you're running with your best friends, and then a lot of times, you know, especially running repeat twos, you get that 200 meters to walk with your friends. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the best. You know, we probably can't say them on the air here, but those are probably some of the most fun conversations you're going to have. Oh, without and, a doubt. And and the connection you make with your coach. Yeah, it's laid back from a coaching aspect. Yeah, you know, you get like. I knew Bill Post well, yep. and it, not because he was my football coach, because but because he was my throwing coach in track. Right. And, you know, in football, he was extremely intense. Yep. And he w- was structured with us in track, but you'd get him to crack that wry smile more often. Yep. And mm-hmm. you'd get through some of the, uh, the, the toughness, and so, not the toughness, but like the, the got, you know, got to do something now, got to get this on now. Yep. Um, and, and you'd find out more about him yep. a little bit, you know, and I remember in football, we never made up a special uh, shirt for him or anything or for ourselves in track. The thrower sure did. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, we ever did anything quite to that extent, but I mean, I think, I think we wore like pink shirts down to state track, like, and it's, it's just fun. Like it's, 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 it, for people who don't take track. you know, I think you're really missing out on a really fun time. Like it right. is a really good, it, Practices suck. Running, but for, I don't think they do well, suck. Well, for, I think they're challenging. Yes, yes. I, suck is probably not a good, good term <laughs> because because they, they don't. But right. but they're hard. They're, 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 hard. they're, they're hard. They're hard. They are hard. They are hard practices. Some of my hardest workouts I've ever done are when I was still a sprinter at one point in my career. Right. You know, and like, but it made me so much better of an athlete. My best friends probably till this day are all guys who went out for track. Sure. And um, like, like, like we said, it's just so fun to be around the guys. 
it's it's a much more laid back. I mean, you go down to state track, you're you're running in front of nineteen thousand people, and for most people, you would feel like a lot of people would cave under that. Right. But because of the <coughs> excuse me, because of the atmosphere, you're just having fun. Like exactly. Like you know, you go into the field house during right. break time, and it's. I mean, it's here's fun. what's fun about that for me. Whether it's Drake, <coughs> but especially the state track meet. You know, if you watch sports in Iowa. And, and you get this a little bit like with when I was coaching, I was keeping a pretty darn good track of who was where at what times and whatnot because yep. you're trying to keep an eye on qualifying stuff. But if you watch sports in Iowa, most of the best athletes are out for, for, for track. So, yep. like, mm-hmm. I never got a chance to go watch Cooper DeGene play for OABCIG. Yep. But I guarantee you if I was still coaching track or if I could go down to the meet – I'd get a chance to see Cooper DeGene do something. Right, right. You know, and, and you know, who who have I not seen play basketball? Uh, what was uh, Harrison Barnes? Who yep. have I seen in person in the stands at state track? Harrison Barnes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who have I never talked to? Two-time NBA Finals winner, by the way. Yes. Yep. Uh, there's some guy by the name of Brandon Scherf. Sheriff. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he was decent. He's pretty good. Decent I mean. football. I'm kidding. He's, he was an amazing yeah, football yeah, right. player. He's playing with the, the Redskins last I knew still. Uh, he was a pro bowler last year. Yeah. And a pro bowler. Yeah. And after he won the shot put his sophomore year, he was sitting right behind me. He let me hold the medal and everything. We talked with him for five minutes like it was no mm-hmm. big deal. Kids, you know, he's out doing. He plays for the Redskins. I mean, yeah. Or not the Redskins. Sorry, the football team. Right, yeah, right, the yeah. Washington football yep, team. Yep, yep. But, I mean, that's the thing is, like, you go back through and look at the lineups. When I was going coaching, I mean, you had Brett Van Sloten. You had uh, James Morris. You had Brennan Kugel. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, you go through and name all of them, you know. Right. And there's a lot of guys that you were playing with at Iowa that would have been in that, that lineup at the state meet. I, I mean, or guys that are at Iowa State now. I'm trying to think. I'm really, I'm really struggling to find an offensive lineman in our room who wasn't from. I mean, we had we had Alaric Jackson who was from Detroit. So, I mean, but he was a, he was big into AAU basketball. He he sure. had an offer from Michigan State to play basketball as well. Sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't know if one guy in that room was not out for track, and I might be wrong, but maybe maybe one, but. Out of eighteen Division One offensive linemen, and you know, at my time at Iowa, we got second in the Remington Award. To our, mm-hmm. Yeah, or not Remington, the Joe Moore, which is the yeah. best offensive line. All of those guys are out for track. Mm-hmm. All of them are out for track. You know, there's a lot of wrestlers. There's a lot of basketball players. You know, but a, a big, but they're all out, out for, for track. track. Yeah, like so we talk about you know especially in Iowa because wrestling is so popular and i'm not knocking on wrestling cuz i think wrestling is either the i think it's probably tied or right behind track for import, importance with helping with football but you know i mean if we're really going to look at the numbers like i said i think it's 72% of all hall of famers in the nfl were out for track in high school because sure. they understood that this is the best strength and conditioning program that I can do. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times in high school, and especially around here, there's not great strength and conditioning programs. Not not to not to the no, level, but, not, but, but not like you don't have the access. To but the- you don't have the access. You don't have you don't have these really nice facilities. And, and actually, in New Hampton, we have incredible we have incredible athletic facilities. Right. But a lot of these smaller towns that don't have them, it's it's perfect. Because right. you know you don't train your legs any better than running. Right. You don't. You, you don't. You don't. Tr- you know. You, 
a hand clean is the same thing as throwing the shot put. Like, yeah, that's true. Just, just from a pure power dynamic. And, you know, I think it's something that I, hopefully kids around here start to pick up on. Yep. And only for bias reasons. You know, well, I understand if you don't want to do track, I get that. Right. But, but if, if, if you love football, if you love basketball, and hell, I think if you love wrestling, you know, there's probably not as big of a correlation between track and wrestling. But I think you need quick feet in wrestling. Yeah, you do. And, and I think I know a lot of wrestlers run in the offseason. Mm-hmm. So why not do it in track? Because, you know, I, I will tell you this. One thing I do know about wrestlers is typically they're really tough kids. They're really competitive. They're really competitive. Those are the ones so who I, I, fighting. Like, I remember some of my classmates who were like really competitive wrestlers. And I'm like, can you imagine if this guy was in a, a close 800, what he would do to win? Mm-hmm. You know how awesome that would be to watch? He'd reach up and grab the guy by the jersey. Right, no. right. But, but like... <laughs> Like, how great would that be to watch? To watch a guy, watch, because wrestlers are, you know, they're some of the most competitive people out there. Oh, without and a doubt. Never play lo- racquetball against a wrestler. No, don't. <laughs> I mean, and I know some of the Iowa wrestlers just from being around the athletics departments. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are psychos. Like, <laughs> like they are. Abs- and, I will, and I don't even care if because I, I think, like, me calling them psychos is they probably more of a like compliment. That. Yes, they probably right. appreciate right. that. And, but um, just, like, those guys are just, you know, really competitive people. And so I think it would be really good, and especially for our high school, because we're from a – New Hampton's a small community. Sure. And we're proud that it's a small community. Mm-hmm. And for a program to be successful, usually strength in numbers is a big thing. Sure. And so why don't we want all of our programs to be good? Why don't we want right. football, basketball, track, wrestling, and this is women's side too, volleyball, um, softball, baseball. I think every sport in New Hampton – I think – if you're not in a sport or you're not doing music or drama, because if that's what you like, I like drama. I was, you were. I was in, I was in two plays, but if you're, but go do something, be, be, part be of a something. part of, be a part of something on a team. Cause whether or not you want to be a college athlete, you want to be a good football player, you want to be a good cross country runner, whatever. Like it is really fun to be a part of a team. Mm-hmm. And when guys are not out for a sport during the spring, they're missing that part. They're missing a part about being on a team. Well, and the great thing is, is, you always have more time to play basketball. You always have more time to wrestle, and you always have more time to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Like if you love if you love baseball, wrestling, golf, and hell, even golf. Um, and I don't want to take away from the golf program because I love golf now. Right. That I, yeah. Now that I'm out of high school, I'm a big golfer. Sure. But literally, a big, I am a big. You're, golf, a, big, you're a, big a big guy, guy that golfs. <laughs> so I mean, either get out for golf or track. Uh, trap, shoot, trap shooting. Uh, right. I mean, do something. I, I just I, I get really tired of seeing uh, even when I was in high school. I don't know if it's still a problem nowadays, but I get tired of. I'm just going to lift. You're right. Why? You can still just lift. You can still go to baseball practice if mm-hmm. you're out for track. If you're out for golf. If you're out for trap shooting. Right. Do something. Exactly. And, I'm and, with you, buddy. And, and I think you know if you want to be a trap shooter, like what what better program to be a part of? Because oh, yeah. you know, we're always right in it. Mm-hmm. You want to be good golfer. Good program to be in. And, you know, I, I, the boys are, they just want to meet, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, and the track program's a little down now, but it's, it, it's coming. Like, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be there in a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, if I know Scott Jenkins well enough. He'll get it. And, uh, he, you know, but he, he, he might seem like a pretty, you know, relaxed, cool guy, 
but I know how he's competitive, competitive. He is a very competitive human being, and he's going to get that. He you will get that going. There's one more thing to talk about, though. It's not just the kids getting out for the sport, right? But I think we need, and and we see it in some of the sports here. I would love to see more people say, "Hey, I'd love to help out at the meet. What can I do?" Mm-hmm. And yep. get people knowledgeable that are out. You know, get more, more, even more knowledgeable people right. out at those meets. Um, you know, and, and I compare it, I hate to say this, but I mean, I, I grew up in Decorah yep. and obviously I was up there. They ran a very smooth meet and they had probably 70 people working that meet. And that only maybe, helps maybe 50, but it's, it's hard to follow a sport that you don't know anything about. And when you well, know, right. so, you're only going to like the sport more when you know about it. Right. And so, I mean, Scott asked, uh, Scott and, and, and Jeanette Lowers both asked, uh, uh, asked me to come out and, and, announce and mm-hmm. in the style of what Darren Svensson does or yep. what Mike J does. Very, very hard to do, but and well, but, and, but and, is, and I am a poor man's Darren Svensson <laughs> and Darren says he's a poor man's Mike J, whatever, say what you want. But I'm, we're hoping that that gets some context and it's a little more exciting, a little more fun. Now I get it. There's some cold days out there. I oh, get it. 40 degree track means. Oh man. I remember yeah. those, but you know, you can have a lot of fun and when you know what you're looking at, Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is when I go back to my time as a, a meet judge, because um, as soon as I – in fact, I worked a conference track meet when I was a sophomore. I wasn't throwing, mm-hmm. so I was, I was spotting, I think. Mm-hmm. Either yeah. that or I was shagging. I, I was at the, the ring. Probably spotting. And it was late, and it was muddy, and it was wet. Um, by the time I was in college, I was running either the shot or the disc, usually the shot put. Mm-hmm. And when I was – a Sophomore, I was running the shot put. First year of districts. I've told the story to many people. First year of districts in Iowa, and at that time only the top three went uh, for boys. Girls had been running a district, a regional meet forever. Boys were running a district meet for the first time. <clears throat> top three go. We had five guys over 51 feet in that. In oh, that. And, and the, the, the lead guy was a guy by the name of Taylor Mansfield, who some will remember. He uh, went to play at Iowa State. Next was Sam Lambert. And I think he threw – so Taylor threw 59-something. Sam threw like a 58. Third place was a 55. I think it was a Zimmerly out of Independence. Right. And there was a guy at 52 and a guy at 51. Right. And sixth place was like 49 feet. That's – You know, and it, it, which is just what you just a, lo- a local meet, yeah. And that's- yeah. Yeah, you know, and then I've I've had some other ones like that where you get, you know you had Brett Van Sloten uh, among other guys throwing and uh, it was Van Sloten and then I think Andrew Snitker was around at that time yep. for Walk On and uh, you know I mean it's just when you get to see that kind of stuff and you can say holy cow this is fun and, and it's, it is track is like we talked about this track is really laid back until it's not right. Because when it needs to be turned on, it's turned on. Yeah, like what you know, the big meets, and and it only helps. Like like I said, it only helps with other sports because it, to win an A, like if you're playing AU basketball or AU wrestling, it's not to run in the 100 at state is a lot is going to help you with your competitive edge a yeah. lot more than shooting a free throw to win a a pointless AAU tournament or. I mean, granted, there's still pressure. You still want to do it, right? But no one's I mean, asking how many. Well, most no, people no, are asking. Most how people many. are not. Most people are not asking. Hey, how many AAU meets did you win outside? Right. How many AAU wrestling meets did you win outside of 
your season. How many right. AAU basketball meets did you win? How many AAU volleyball? Whatever. But they will say, how many state titles did you win as right. a high school athlete? Yeah. And, you know, and not even the state titles. Hey, I, my my best memories in high school were going down to the state meet. Right. And not even just – not just because, you know, I got – really cool opportunities at the state meet but you know one of my favorite my favorite weekends ever as a high school athlete was my sophomore year when I went as an I think I went as like an alternate like mm-hmm. and I the only reason I went is because they wanted me to see how cool the state meet was exactly for for goal reasons and like the bonding that you have at state track is mm-hmm. a lot like you know it's a lot like the bonding that you would have at state wrestling except you don't have you know I remember the wrestling days where you kind of you can't eat the night before yeah like I got I, I remember you know Especially at New Hampton, we always stayed at the Adventureland Inn, mm-hmm. which is right across the street from the really nice Jethro's. Yes. And, yes, it is. And if you know anything about Jethro's, Thursday night, it's buy one, get one wing free. And I think between, I think me and Dylan Roberson, when we were sophomores, I think we ordered like four sets of wings. And, and it's memories like that, like, that I really wish more kids got right. because track is... Track, golf, wrestling, or not wrestling, is not because wrestling is not a spring sport. Track, golf, soccer, mm-hmm. uh, trap shooting. Uh, hopefully, I'm not missing any. I don't mean anything don't personal, mean it, yeah. but but like you know, just going to those state meets and being with your friends. It, nothing, nothing is like that. Nashville Plainfield has been doing some spotlights of their seniors yep. over the last few weeks on Twitter, and. I would say a third of them talked about going to the state track meet as a favorite member. Oh yeah, and it, it, it's it's hard to beat. Like you know, Drake was really special because it, it's a very special event. But I you know I, I went down pretty much alone for Drake. Sure. Both years and to go down for and hopefully in a few years we can get some guys where it's you're not going alone to right. Drake. But yeah, it's the it's state fun meet. To take a oh my gosh, the state meet. And you get so to see fun. all these people that you've heard about. Because yes. let's face it, you know who these other athletes are in the state. You've oh, heard yeah. their names come across. I mean, especially in today's world with Twitter and everything. Right. And now you get to see them in the flesh. Right. Or maybe you've talked to them online, but hey, yeah, I, you know. You right. I mean, it's connection. like, like um, just looking back at my senior year, Darian Porter, Iowa State wide receiver, um, Mosai Newsom, Nebraska, uh, Matt, Max, the Duggan kid who's a starting quarterback at TCU, um, you know, it's just talked about, uh, Cooper DeJean, who's like a force, one of the highest ranked recruits out of Iowa and yep. like the history mm-hmm. of football. And, and, and unfortunately you won't be able to go and see Cooper run this year unless they make a big decision change here with just the COVID regulations. Right. But if well, you if you're were, a <laughs> but if you were able to, how awesome is that? How awesome is it? Cause you know, just, I, I don't know anything about Cooper's career and I always said, um, especially this last year, we got to wait until they get to college because right. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big of a recruit you are. You, like a college football program is different than anything. I've seen guys at Iowa go from zero. You know, just a guy like Sam Laporta, zero. I think he was going to Bowling Green mm-hmm. and had zero offers. Comes into Iowa and starts week one. Right. And then I've seen. I won't. I won't point any names out for this one. But I've. I've seen. I've seen two four stars now quit. Sure, and, and they're not done. And, with they, and they, they're done with football. They, wow. They're they're not going anywhere. Sure, and um, you know those are guys who had offers or who could have probably if they would have hung their you know recruiting career longer they might have gotten a Clemson they might have gotten an Alabama like 
you know, just to, I, I'm kind of rambling here, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I get what you mean, though. But, yeah. Well, no, I appreciate the extra conversation yeah, here. Hopefully the people in listener land uh, do as, as well. And, hey. I always love getting to talk to you. Right. I it's, never get to talk it's, it's always great. <laughs> I get to I get to kind of feel important when I have a microphone in there front of my face. There you go. Face. Hey, they can't they can't argue back with right, you. Right, so. right. All right. We'll wrap things up there. Thanks for tuning in for this web extra.